uh, I want to tell you about Rectech. Rectech, uh, you know, when you're out, we're, we're at that point in, in Texas where we call it cold. <laughs> it hits like 30. It's very cold. I have to wear a coat. It's, it's 57 degrees. Right. It's very, very cold. You don't want to go outside. You want to no. be outside the entire time with your grill. 57? You Stuff happens that. to your toes fall off. Stuff like that. Exactly. Right. Is that's why you have a, a, a smartphone where you can control your rectech? Exactly right. From and indoors. The, right. I have a rectech. It saved lives. There was a Donner party in my backyard. I had that rectech fired up. They stayed warm. None of their toes fell off. It was great. It's great. And then they had a steak, and it wasn't made out of them. It's fantastic. Always better. It saves lives. Mm-hmm. It's rectech. It's right. wonderful. That that is their. I don't, that that's not actually their messaging. <laughs> uh, their messaging is clear. Uh, best technology. Yes. Uh, the best. Uh, the best. I mean, you've done this. You've been cooking. Yes. With it for a long. Yes, time. Yes, I have. Yes, I have. Yeah. I'm just an average person off the street. Yes, I have. <laughs> and you uh, still have all my toes. And it's great. And it's fantastic. And I don't ever have to go outside. I'm a hermit. I had it delivered to my back, uh, and then I, I pay uh, poor Puerto Ricans to put uh, meat on the grill, and then I fire it up from inside, and I pay another Puerto Rican to bring it into me, and I eat it. Just say R-E-C-T-E-Q, <laughs> uh, R-E-C-T-E-Q.com. It's great. It's wonderful. I love it. Rectech. Keep your toes. Dot com. Everybody having a good time. I can't hear you. I said, are we all having a good time? Who loves Gavin Newsom? Oh, you guys aren't actually making any noise. That's what's going on there. Gavin Newsom, the effort to recall him. Gaining some speed. Largest uh, recall effort, I think, in history. We'll find out from the guy who was the founding member. In 60 seconds. This is the Glenn Beck Program. You've heard of AMAC, the Association of Mature American Citizens. Hi, I'm mature, and I'm an American citizen. And I'm with AMAC because they have the kind of benefits that I deserve and that I need. Things like car insurance and and roadside assistance and, and special deals when I'm traveling and things like that. But I'm also part of conservative activism. <laughs> so I not only get great deals, but I'm also fighting for my country. Who gives that to you? Nobody but AMAC. I'm just a regular guy off the street telling you. <laughs> I was a nobody until I joined AMAC. AMAC, they are people that are actually working for you and fighting for your values you don't get this kind of support and somebody watching your back like amac does right now they are uh they're uh, pushing a petition uh through to make sure that uh we actually count how many people were killed in the nursing home by Cuomo and uh, and others. Uh, can we can we count that? Uh, that seems something? like a really good idea. Yeah. Well, well maybe a, 
unlike all the other states, they should report that data. Well, let's not get crazy. I mean, it's only 49 of 50. Hey. I guess Andrew Cuomo should be able to do whatever he wants. Hey, what are you talking about? <laughs> hey, what are you talking about? Nate talking to me. I stand with AMAC mm-hmm. as they fight the good fight. Become a member today and do the same. AMAC, A-M-A-C dot U-S slash Beck. That's AMAC dot U.S. slash Beck. AMAC, better, better for you, better for America, probably not better for Cuomo, but again, better for you. Who does this guy think he is, eh? I mean, going after the governor. RecallGavin2020.com. The coalition's founding member is Mike Netter, and he's on with us now. Hello, Mike. Good morning. How are you guys doing? We're, we're doing great. Just who do you think you are going <laughs> after such a man like Gavin Newsom? What has he ever done to you? Well, it's interesting. Not what he's. Well, we don't have that much time. <laughs> I know. I done to all of us. I've I mean, got a list got here. A segment. Yeah. yeah. Well, the list is pretty big. Everything from letting prisoners out of jail to begin with, nullifying the death penalty, um, keeping kids out of school. I guess the real, the shorter answer is: What has Gavin Deuce Newsom not done to suppress the people of California? It's it's. Uh, let me just give some of these uh, to the average American because I don't think they know. Highest homeless rate in the nation. Uh, the infringement of Second Amendment rights, uh, countless new gun and ammo laws, sanctuary state for illegals and criminals made it illegal for illegal alien made it legal for illegal aliens to sit on state boards. Highest state income tax in the nation. Highest sales tax. Uh, Proposition uh, 13 attempting to restructure increased property tax. Highest vehicle registration. Highest poverty rate in the nation. Vaccine requirements for children or be fined. Water tax. Children's medical records automatically now entered into a database, uh, constricting the ability for law enforcement to do their jobs. No longer illegal to not help an officer in need. Highest gas tax before coronavirus. Teachers can no longer discipline disruptive students. Government overreach. The example overruling the vote of the people to reinstate the death penalty. He not only uh, over he not only uh, overreached and didn't listen. He dismantled the death chamber and then took all the death row inmates and sent them out through the system. He's granted, granted clemency for felons, those who raped and murdered, even committed heinous crimes against children. Uh, he's got Proposition Forty Seven reducing felonies to misdemeanors for violent crimes. I mean, and I'm halfway through. It's it's crazy. Well, you left out the, not to leave out the biggest one, but the latest breaking news, of course, is that the department, the EDD, the department in California, which sends out unemployment, don't worry if you're still in jail, apparently we'll send you a check. Gavin was told about this in April, that this was going on, that they had 17 investigators for a state of 40 million, and apparently he was too busy going out to dinner at places like the French Laundry to pay too much attention to the people of California. The trouble with California politicians, quite honestly, is they care more about politics and don't seem to care about the people, and Gavin is at the head of the pack. That's why this is a live petition. This is not a drill. It can't be signed online. It has to be signed in wet ink. Recallgavin2020.com. 
It's amazing momentum. You mentioned earlier, it is the largest initiative in American history and with volunteers alone up and down the state. And that includes left people, right people, people in the middle. We've gathered 820,000 signatures over halfway there to the 1.5 million we need and we have till March 17th. This is going to get done. That's remarkable that you have that many signatures and you have until March 17th. When you ask people to sign it, who's signing it? (laughs) I'm laughing because when we started back in June, we got an extension, right? Mm -hmm. Due to this little thing called COVID that you may have been in the news lately. You may not be aware of it, right? But they gave us a three-month extension. People would come up to the signing booths and they would say, what are some of the reasons? And we'd say, well, it's the prisoners out of jail. It's the lockdowns. They go, okay. To be honest with you now, at the signing booths we have, we have over 500 permanent locations up and down California, close to probably 300 events every weekend. I go to a lot of them. People just kind of pull over and yank the pen out of your hand. <laughs> you, can, you don't really have time to open your mouth. You're like, ah, they're going like, to don't worry about it. I really gotta go. Because I got to go to a friggin' drive through right? Because I can't go out to eat. So I'm kind of in a rush. So it, it's, it's not one of the harder sells I've done in my career, if you will. So if you recall them, what happens? You, you get all of the signatures. They all have to then be verified. The only time signatures have to be verified for Democrats is when you're trying to recall them. Uh, <laughs> then they verify them. Then what happens? Oh, well, this is interesting, actually. So we're having the signatures pre-verified ahead of time. So we're actually going to turn in about 1.8 million signatures. Um, they're turned to each of the 58 counties. We're actually with a, uh, we're all volunteers and just a group of patriots. We have quite an operation going. And the signatures are distributed to the 58 counties. They then have 30 days to re-verify them. It's a random verification process if we turn in over 10%. Then within 90 days, by law, by the 1913 clause in the California Constitution, they have to call a special election. Here's what's really interesting, especially in California. It's a little different in Texas. We have what's called a top two vote, get, top two tier system mm-hmm. in California, what's known as the jungle primary. Mm-hmm. So the recall gets around it. It basically says, do you want Gavin to continue as governor? Yes or no. I'll let you guess how I'm voting. And if you vote no, okay, just to take a shot, right? If you vote no, you then vote from another slate of candidates who are running. Within, within, so that, that election period is 90 days, and then that vote's certified. So we could have a new governor by June. And I want to stress something really important on your show, which I appreciate being on. We don't have to take until March 17th. We have until March 17th. The sooner everybody out there goes to recallgavin2020.com and you can print the petition on eight and a half by 11 paper, which means you can do it at home, fans, right? The sooner we get the signatures in, the sooner it triggers that 30-day period for the special election. I should make, uh, make it very clear, especially for any Democrat is listening, you cannot vote in this or sign this petition if you live out of state i know it didn't work that way recently but is that right right yeah that's absolutely correct however you can 
Um, and by the way, you also can't vote if you're dead. I would like to throw that in, too. <laughs> Why do you hate dead people? He's a relative, you know, and he's passed away <laughs> lately. I appreciate it, but still, you know. But at, at, the, at the end of this, do we get the, uh, the, like the Schwarzenegger-style election with, like, 40 people on the ballot? Yep. And, and, and you don't need a majority, right? You, it's whatever, whoever wins that, that second yep. uh, tier. Okay. exactly. Exactly. That's exactly the way that it works. Well, a couple important things here um, I'd like to make in my time is one, this also opens up the conversation in California. It's not only just the recall. And as you said earlier, there's way too much to discuss what's wrong with California. But obviously, our streets look like a campground. Our power goes out. We catch fire every year. I'm stopping now. But it really opens up the conversation as to what we can do to change the direction of California. And for all your listeners around the country, especially for you in Texas, let me tell you something. If you haven't noticed, people like Xavier Barcera are going to Washington, right? Camila Harris, in case you looks like she's going to Washington. California politicians have become the beating ground for liberalism across the United States. So Gavin Newsom, and you could take this one to the bank, has already reserved the URL for Gavin for President 2024. So out there around the country, if you, this is all being done with volunteers. There is no big money behind this. Let me be really clear, all right? So out there, if you could donate 5 bucks, 10 bucks, 15 bucks, we're averaging right now, put it in perspective, it normally takes $4 a signature, $8 million to do a drive like this mm. to recall the governor of California. We're averaging 89 cents a signature. That's <laughs> Yeah, it's a 99 cent store, if you will, of recalls, right? That's fantastic. It's the only cheap thing you're getting in California. <laughs> well, hey, everybody hates Gavin. It's funny uh, how he's kind of uniting the state. People come up and they don't care. But the reality is we do need donations from around the country. And at Christmas time, if your relatives come in, the only thing stopping us is time, which we're going to get over, and money to get the word out. So my plan is that they're going to destroy California so much that it'll just be, I mean, it'll be cannibal. It'll be like the Donner party. And, uh, and uh, then everybody will move out. And then <laughs> me and my conservative friends, we can move and have the beaches and the really nice, you know, parks and, and everything else. And, and we'll run it right. Uh, so I say all you Californians just move out of the state, move out of the state. You know, it's beautiful right now. New York, beautiful. You'll love it. Beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I, you know, I can't believe I grew up in the Pacific Northwest. I can't believe what's happened to Seattle or Oregon, but what's happened to California is just rape. I mean, it's just, it was the greatest, one of the most hopeful places i could think of when i was growing up ronald reagan was the uh uh, you know was the uh, governor and it just seemed to have it all and all together and then it just took this turn you you actually think they're ready to to shed all this nonsense well, let me tell you a little bit. As a, as a political pack, we have the voter file, right? So we know who the voters are. The problem in California, quite candidly, is that when we voted in that top two tier vote system, 
there's 5 million Republicans in California, which actually is the largest block of Republicans anywhere in the country, oddly enough. We've got 40 million people here, right? What's interesting is there's 6 million NPPs, no party preference in the voter file. They've drifted off from either party. They were the conservatives that really aren't getting information, not voting, not paying attention. So that's 11 million out of 18 million voters, believe it or not. And I want to stress that although we need 2 million signatures in the largest initiative in American history, we really only need, not even counting the Democrats that are signing this, 20% of 50% of the registered voters to sign. Let that sink in for one second. California has had it with manipulated elections. Look, we had it with needles in the streets looking like there's happy campers up and down what should be two of the greatest cities in the world. We've had it, you know, every year Newsom acts shocked, right? And, and it, that, oh, the state's on fire. Yeah, dude, it happens every year. If you have what, bury the power lines instead of spending money on a bullet train in nowhere, we might solve these problems. Life has gotten so bad in California, literally, I want to be careful about using the word revolution because the revolution is with a pen. But just now think about this, 860,000 or 20,000 signatures that we've gathered so far officially is makes it already about the largest volunteer drive in history. Mm. Well, one more question for you real quick, because we got we're up against a network break. How much of a difference was it that he went to the French laundry? Like if, if before, if you're at a 90 percent chance of this happening now, what were you before? 75. I mean, he. Wow. Is that much of a difference? Uh, uh, well, let's put it this way. In the last two days alone. Thanks to network coverage and a lot of the French Laundry, we have 35,000 people a day coming to RecallGavin2020.com. Well, let's see if we can increase those numbers a bit. Uh, Mm -hmm. Let's get it done. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. We will be following you. We'll probably talk to you again, Mike. Thank you so much. It's uh, the uh, website is uh, recallgavin2020.com, recallgavin2020.com. This really needs to be done. If you are in some other state, you can give money to help them with this. Uh, But wouldn't that be remarkable to have two million people stand up and say, I've had enough of this governor, especially with what's happening in California. It's it's uh, past time. Okay. Time's running out for one of the best specials of the year. As you know, I frequently urge you to switch to Patriot Mobile. Uh, You know, Verizon is just uh, funding people like Planned Parenthood. And, you know, hey, to each his own, but I'm not going to pay for that. Why why am I paying for that? Switch. Hey, Verizon, you hear us now? Not only are they contributing portions of your bill, uh, your hard-earned money to leftist causes... Uh, but they're also contributing um, to the um, uh, to the the big corporate, you know, uh, great reset kind of attitude. We're a company that believes in capitalism, sure, but uh, maybe stakeholder capitalism is really good. Patriot Mobile is actually working for conservative causes, the things that our country was founded on. And until December 19th, you can get a Samsung A11 for yourself and someone close. That's two phones absolutely free or bring your own phone and a free month of service. 
It's Patriot Mobile, the only nation, the nation's only Christian mobile company. And right now, it's really important that we rally around businesses that share our principles. This is how they have taken over almost everything. They rally around the people that have the same principles. We must do the same. You've got a choice. It's patriotmobile.com slash Beck. Or call their U.S.-based customer service team at 972-PATRIOT, 972-PATRIOT, or patriotmobile.com slash Beck. 10 seconds, station ID. With the lockdowns and the COVID uh, regulations that are just killing our economy and breaking the back of small business owners all across the country, tomorrow we're going to try to help out. Tomorrow's show, we're going to feature the stories of entrepreneurs that are fighting for their right just to pay their bills, to have a roof over their head, to live the American dream. They're doing what many are not brave enough to do. They're standing up to the health inspection officials, the mayors, the governors who are demanding their constitutional right to life, liberty and the pursuit of happiness. The victims, the media doesn't want to cover or talk about. We will tomorrow. Some of the small business owners we spoke to said it's too late. They had already lost their business. Tomorrow, you're going to hear the story of Catherine Hill. She's the owner of Miss Kitty's Lounge in Clovis, California. She's fighting for her business, which is hanging by a thread, but she's also fighting for her life, and she wants no financial support from anyone. Listen to this. I was diagnosed last October with um, stage 3 triple negative breast cancer. I've been through six months of chemotherapy, lost all my hair, everything, ran the business through it. Like, we aren't going down. Went through um, a mastectomy, had 15 lymph nodes removed, because part of it was the chemo wasn't working. Um, got all that taken out, went through um, 15 rounds of radiation, and um, right during surgery is when the state got shut down, and right when I was going through radiation is when the landlord hit us with the eviction. Um, and then went in hoping that they got everything and they found that it had spread to my lungs. And then the next week got hit with the lawsuit from the landlord. So it's been a nonstop battle, like just nonstop. This, this woman we are highlighting because she knows she's living with a death sentence and she doesn't want a handout. She just wants to bring attention to people who have the same plight that she does. Not the cancer part, but the business part. You're going to love her. That's tomorrow, along with a bunch of other small business people who are fighting for their life. And the reason why I bring them to you is because they provide an awful lot of hope. But they also they also need to meet you because this is the most generous audience, I think, ever in the history of radio. That's tomorrow as we all fight for small businesses on the Glenn Beck program. Nicole Arbor, next. This is the Glenn Beck program. American Financing, NMLS 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. You know, we as Americans, we're used to standing on the precipice of change. And sometimes that change is good. Sometimes it's not so good. I don't know what the future holds, but I know that 
there will all kinds of change coming our way. The question I want to ask you is, are you prepared to go through that change, whatever it might be? Are you putting money into savings as often as you can? Are you cutting your spending in areas where it's prudent to cut? How are you managing your debt? Do you have things that could be consolidated, like credit card debt? Do you have a high mortgage rate? If so, have you thought about refinancing? Mortgage rates have been steadily going lower and lower this past year. Don't know how long that's going to last. Do yourself a favor. Call American Financing today at 800-906-2440. 1-800-906-2440. These people can help you right now. AmericanFinancing.net. Call them. And you can head over to blazetv.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn. Save some cash on your subscription to Blaze TV. I want to introduce you. I sh- you probably don't need an introduction here, but... Uh... Yahoo Finance has named our next guest uh, the top influencer to follow in 2020. She has an honorary star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. I think that's kind of like my doctorate. (laughs) Uh, For special achievement in social media, she has sold out events around the world. She's a comedian, social media superstar, renegade entertainer. Her name is Nicole Arbor. Hi. How are you? I'm so good. I, you know... I always defend you. People always make Colonel Sanders jokes, and I'm always like, guys, I know I don't see it. Leave it alone. And then I walk in here, and you look like Colonel Sanders. Yeah. yeah. Like, can you not afford a whole jacket, yeah. sir? <laughs> I heard you have some money. Yeah. This is dumb. You know, this is really this is. I'm actually kind of pissed at it because everybody has played Colonel Sanders. Yeah. And Mario I mean, look Lopez. at me. I was. Yeah. I was born to play colonel sanders Mm. yeah you should have shown up like that to the audition (laughs) yeah uh so nicole you are um you've been controversial for a long time because you're very outspoken um you're you're obviously not afraid of of anything and we're going to do a podcast so i'm going to spend 90 minutes with you or more because your your background story the story of how you got to where you are today after such an amazing teen in early 20s yeah um is is remarkable when did you i saw something with you you said the other day that something about you know you don't have to spend too much too long to realize that uh you know all the hollywood people's all the all the hollywood people are douchebags yeah uh yeah it's true yeah so but you were part of that for a while what when did this change happen to you uh, and you you had the balls to come out and say, you guys are all frauds? Well, I I saw the man behind the curtain and I went to Oz. I was invited to all the parties. I, I was at the Oscars. I apparently am a project, a documentary that I was included in, won three Emmys the other day. And I just was like, all right, that's cool. Like, <laughs> I just saw who these people really are. And I saw that every charity they pretend to support they don't support that charity they show up to the event to walk the red carpet to get their photo taken to wear a dress that's twenty thousand dollars donate zero to the actual charity and then Mm. just do an interview that says i support this like all of them were fraudulent human beings like they don't have any values their only value is the dollar and they don't care how they get it everything that i care about in my life they don't care about and it's just a, a hollow existence in los angeles and I'm glad so to be what's happening? Because it feels like 
with the election, yeah, uh, a good portion of the country feels like they just had their teeth kicked in. Yeah, because y- y- I know you're a Trump supporter. Mm-hmm. You can't believe those guys won. Well, they didn't. That's why I don't believe it. Mm. We we know that it didn't happen. So now the country, you know, has to rally and decide who we are. What what's going on? I, I am a Canadian that has taken on this country as my own, but we have to decide who the heck we are, what we stand for, and even if for some reason Harris is now the I'm not even gonna say Biden's the president. Biden doesn't know where he is. But if <laughs> if Harris is suddenly the president, how are we gonna act? What are we gonna do? I think. The masks and the veils are off everybody. We can see who everybody is. So now we get to move on from here. But you can't. But people don't see. It's it's amazing to me. We can watch. I read this diary of this guy who lived in uh, Germany. And he was writing this warning. Look, you guys don't know what's going on here in Germany. And mm. so he, he took back to history. He was writing it in the 30s. He, he started at the First World War. And took you to about 1936. Yeah. And it's exactly what's happening now. And yep. he said, the problem is, he said, we have two newspapers. One says it's this way. The other says it's that way. The events don't even resemble yep. uh, each other. He said, people who were my friends now scream that I'm, you know, uh, a racist or whatever. Yeah. And he said, no one is talking to each other. And we believe the polar opposite to be true. Yeah, I actually, I I have so much faith. Maybe I'm just like a happy cheerleader by nature, which I am. (laughs) But I have so much faith that with the masks coming off, yes, Avengers Endgame is coming, but we're on the right side. And I know that I'm I see people who were the opposite of what we think going, wait a minute. Every single day, they're waking up every day from the entrepreneurs that are fighting back and opening their businesses, from people saying these lockdowns are ridiculous, from, you know, just people being like, hey, I know you're saying election fraud didn't happen, but I'm watching the video with my own eyes. I I can see Biden touching and sniffing children. I know <laughs> that's like, they're, we can see it. Right. So people right. are waking up and I have faith that more and more people are going to wake up and it's, I don't see a takeover. So are your friends, because when you first had a friend... Because uh, you were a friend. <laughs> I have one. When you first had that friend. Yes, yes. Uh, you were in 2016. You were like I was. I was against Donald Trump yep. in 2016. Uh, and you were as well. And you went over to a friend's house and they said. She's a Trump supporter. Hi, you know, me and my family were Trump supporters. And you immediately thought. You're a garbage human. I, I was like, <laughs> oh, my gosh, you're a homophobic, sexist, racist, which I've said before was weird because her boyfriend is a black man who uh, a little gay. Um, <laughs> he's a dancer, whatever. Uh, yeah. So like <laughs> my bad. Um, I really like and I was like, whoa, Nicole, that's a, that's a you thing for you to automatically assume that this person is X, Y, Z because you've been told to think like that. And then uh, I've told the story before that I was speaking at USC like the night or the two nights before the election. And I was just supposed to there, be there speaking about social media and its effect on the elections. And they wanted me to say that I'm voting for Hillary and that I would. And I was like, no, I'm not going to say that to the students. And they're like, we strongly suggest you say this to the students. And it was people from Hillary Clinton's campaign. Oh, my God. And I was like, you mofos. Like, you can't tell. I don't know if you guys have watched my videos to them. <laughs> you can't tell me what to do because now I'm going to go do the opposite. Right. It feels like you're shady people. And then when I was on stage, they took the mic and they were like, you know, Nicole was just backstage saying she was going to vote for Hillary if she could. They and I was did? like, game on. Flip table. Mm-hmm. Now you guys have an enemy. Let's go. 
And I was just like, that is so wrong. And that was like my first little inclining that this Hollywood crowd aren't who they say they are. And then as more and more has come up the last few years, I'm just standing there like my arms out. I'm like, I told you so. (laughs) I feel like I'm in Spartacus or something. Yeah, I'm ready to go to war. Let's go. I saw your video where you expose yourself. I mean, I mean that. uh, And uh, you're the only person that I have ever met that understands that superpower. (laughs) Thanks. I M&M'd myself. Yeah, Yeah. it's 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 the great. I'm a. Uh, raging recovering alcoholic i've heard i yeah, yeah i've made the, the every mistake yeah, yeah. I've made every mistake you could possibly make and i've always been open yeah and when when i had people you know come after me and they're like we're gonna destroy you i had my audience already knows everything yeah. i mean i've got nothing to hide and it is a superpower you it's think freeing. it is you yeah. think those things will destroy you you spend your whole life going if people only knew this or that everybody's alike everybody's the same i i love it i have you know go team academy and which we can talk about on your podcast but this is something i teach people to do is like put all of your junk out there in front whoever doesn't back you after they know you as a real person doesn't deserve to be in your life right they automatically just cut themselves make the cuts get a better team yeah it's good if you have to act all day which is what i see in hollywood people are acting from the moment they wake up to the moment they go to bed that's not a real life it's not fun and that's why you're depressed and on drugs i think that's why i think most people live their whole life that way mm-hmm. that they're you know one of the best things that ever happened to me i hate to tell this to my children because <laughs> i want them to live around me but one of the best things that ever happened is i moved across the country away from my family where i was with my family i was always the stinky little brother you best know what I mean? happened to them yeah. too yeah yeah, I know. yeah. yeah thank fair, you fair. uh <laughs> but you get to be your own person yes and when you really dig in to find out who you are not who everybody has said you are yep but who you really are, life changes mm-hmm. and it's really good. Yeah. And I have family members right now who wouldn't just, dis- they wouldn't agree with me being on your show, for example, because they have different. Well, they suck. Poli- you should cut them out. I agree. No, I'm just kidding. I can't do that. <laughs> Merry Christmas, guys. Um, I'm going to say Merry Christmas because that's what I believe. Um, but yeah, I know people that'd be like, what are you doing over at the Blaze or Blaze Media? Whatever. Yeah. Blase Media. I don't know what it's called yet. <laughs> Blase. Uh, <laughs> it's not Blase. It's definitely not. But I'm just like, yeah, this is who I am. Take it or leave it. And I think by us living as good human beings, and we don't always have to be angry and fighting on Twitter and in the press and whatever, be the good guys. And then it's kind of like what Martin Luther King Jr. used to do. is like, be the good people so that when people are coming against you, they automatically look like the jerks. You know, march peacefully, wear a suit, look good, be intelligent. How many people get this? How many people get this? Not enough. Not Not enough. enough. Maya Angelou was the same. I've been preaching this for I don't know how long. And everybody's like, well, it's time to get up and start. No, you don't play that. You never win. You don't. You Yeah, you can't roll in the mud and not get dirty, too. Don't get me wrong. It's fun. It's like because you do roll in the mud. Well, I do roll in the mud, but I see it as my like this is my blood sport. It's like okay, you guys, SNL. You're really Pete Davidson. You're gonna go after small businesses. I'm the daughter of a small business entrepreneur. Like my dad's a blue collar guy, ran his own thing. That would be my dad if we lived there. That he's going after. I take it personally, Pete. Let's go. You know, like if I put my gloves on, SNL. You're not funny. We're gonna go at it, and I'm gonna beat you. It is so, so amazing because. Uh, no surprise to you. You're very beautiful. Thanks. You were a cheerleader. Yeah. And you you still are really happy and bubbly and everything that you think of as a cheerleader. 
but you are a slugfest fighter, which is so great. <laughs> it is so great. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, stand up for yourself. And I don't, I, I have this like superhero thing in me. I'm just like, I was obviously like bullied. It is such a weak word, but yeah, I was totally bullied growing up. I went through really hard times that we'll talk about on your podcast throughout my twenties and was disabled and all sorts of stuff. And I just, my eye twitches when I see bullies and I see them as open game. I was like, all right, I'm going after you. I see you going after them. I'm coming in. You can swing at me as hard mm. as you want. I don't feel it. I'd be <laughs> afraid to, the fire. to challenge Pete Davidson though. Cause he, that's 85 pounds of man. You're yeah. going up against. <laughs> of, of soy. I'm allergic to soy. So maybe he's got <laughs> me. Yeah. Nicole Arbor. Um, <laughs> she is going to be, um, uh, she's going to be with me on the uh, podcast. I think, is it going to air this week or when we get back? I, I don't know. Um, but uh, it, uh, I'm really excited to have the conversation with you. Me too. So thank you so much for being here. You Thanks. can follow her at uh, NicoleArbor.ca. Come on. Nah. Follow me on Twitter, at Nicole Arbor. Instagram, letter yeah. A, letter B, Nicole Arbor. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> thank you for being here. Appreciate yeah. it. All right. Let me tell you about our sponsor this half hour. It's uh, Omaha Steaks. Nothing. You're a beef woman. You're a beef Thanks. woman. You know who's not? Who? You know who's not? This guy. Oh. Vegetarian. I'm actually a big soy fan. I'm What's totally, it like uh, being slow? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, it's, uh, you can just tell by my physique that I'm a very healthy he person. He didn't tell anybody for a long time. Mm-hmm. He used to eat beef like crazy. Uh, he was a big Atkins guy. And then he got sick of it. That's what he told us. Okay. Hey, it's a little sick of it. I just mm-hmm. off it for a while. Mm-hmm. Then we go to like, you know, Ruth Chris or something. Mm. And... He's like ordering potatoes and vegetables, and we're like, okay, intervention time, dude. So what more the hell Omaha steaks for me is what you're saying. Yes. Yes, yes. yes. that's yes. exactly yes. right. That's why I send him as a Christmas present to him every single year, because he just hands them back over to me. Nice. Uh, this holiday season, right now, you can get the Deluxe Grillers Assortment, plus free burgers, four free burgers, and a free digital meat thermometer at an exclusive price. It's uh, omahasteaks.com. Enter the promo code back into the search bar. You're going to get steaks. You're going to get chicken. You're get hot dogs all kinds of stuff just check them out for yourself you go to omahasteaks.com if you go to the um, uh, search bar you type in my name uh, beck and it will take you to all the specials and the deluxe grillers assortment so you can see it but remember because you've used the name beck you're going to get four free burgers and the digital uh, meat thermometer because i'm kind of a big deal yeah very rarely does throwing glenn's name around do well this time it does actually improves things yeah Yeah. wait can you open this mic, please? What'd yeah. you say? You're a vegetarian. I don't yeah. think you're allowed to wear flannel anymore. <laughs> I'm a very odd combination of things. Yeah, yeah. I'm seeing that visually. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Hey, that's what a, what a compliment. <laughs> OmahaSteaks.com. Use the promo code Beck in the search bar. It's OmahaSteaks.com. <laughs> you're listening to Glenn Beck. This is the Glenn Beck program. Uh, I want to play. I want to play a piece of audio here that I, Stu and I disagree on. Stu says he's a jerk. And I say, mm-hmm. well, yeah, he's a jerk, but <laughs> he is he's he's a jerk with a point that I think is important. It's the Tom Cruise video or audio that somebody uh, recorded while he was freaking out on the set of Mission Impossible. Remember, he's the executive producer, and uh, two or three people were actually standing there 
without masks. And he said this. You're back here in Hollywood making movies right now because of us. Because they believe in us and what we're doing. I'm on the phone with every studio at night. Insurance companies. Producers. And they're looking at us and using us to make their movies. We are creating thousands of jobs, you I don't ever want to see it again. Ever. And if you don't do it, you're fired. And I see you do it again, you're gone. And anyone on this crew does it. That's it. And you too. And you too. And you. Don't you ever do it again. Okay, so it just goes on for a while. Um... Now, Stu sees this as him being just a jerk. It's Karen Cruz in action. He's harassing. And by the way, they were wearing masks. Uh, they were just standing within within six, within two meters of each other while looking at a monitor. They were wearing masks the whole time. Okay, well, then I agree with you. Okay. So everything I was going to say is no, because I thought that, you know, if they are violating the rules, he's looking at this as I'm trying to keep this movie open. No one is working yeah. in our industry. They're calling me every day. Are you sure? Insurance companies, he makes that very clear. Are you sure this is going to be fine? You're going to finish this, right? You can finish it. I bet he is under tremendous pressure because he has convinced people, I'll do it. We won't be closed down for COVID. We will finish the movie. And there's millions of dollars at stake. Yeah, I have some sympathy, I'm, sympathies to that side of it. I mean, like, you know, a lot of businesses are like, look, I hate these stupid rules, but we've got to do them because I want to stay open. I understand that. I mean, you just don't need to treat people like trash. This is the person in the grocery store. Karen is harassing everybody and screaming at them at the top of their lungs. There's no reason you need to do it like that. There's no reason you can't just say, guys, you, you understand what I'm talking about here. You know what's at stake. Oh, we have to follow these me, dumb Mr. laws. Perfect. Well, that's what I am. So he just hates short this people. This is the Glenn Beck <laughs> Program.